Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Does Christianity lower divorce rates? Revisiting the statistics. Becoming a Christian is supposed to be a life-changing experience. Through the Holy Spirit as our counselor, Christians move through the process of sanctification, learning about God, what He expects of us, and drawing closer to Him. Though Christians continue to sin, we should be convicted and repent of those practices, and as such should better display the fruits of the Spirit, which includes self-control. If true, then one should expect evidence in various aspects of life. This is the first in a series of articles looking at the differences between the general population and biblical Christians in America. In the future, we'll explore topics such as incarceration, recidivism, juvenile delinquency, domestic violence, and crime in general. This first article is on the divorce rates between Christians and non-Christians. The question being, is there a difference? For a decade or more, it's been assumed that Christian beliefs have had no impact on the divorce rate. Is that really true? Barna Research Group did a landmark study in 2008 of nearly 3,800 adults, the results of which remain today as an assumed benchmark for the view that there is no difference between those who identify as Christians and those who don't in the rate of divorce. The summary of those findings are as follows. Four out of every five adults, 78%, have been married at least once. 84% of Christian adults eventually get married. 65% of atheists and agnostic adults will eventually get married. One out of three, or 33%, of married adults have been divorced at least once. And finally, Christians were indistinguishable from the national average on the frequency of divorce. The last bullet above is is what's been widely publicized as documenting that Christian faith has little to do with the rate of divorce in America. However, what's interesting is contained within the details. It seems that, quote, evangelical Christians actually have a divorce rate of only 26% as compared to the general population of 33%. What makes the average quote-unquote Christian divorce rate equal to non-Christians is that for every other subcategory of Christians, such as non-evangelical, non-practicing, non-born-again Christians, the divorce rates are actually higher than the average American experience. It seems, quote, evangelical Christians, unquote, make up only 10% of the total category of Christians in the Barna study. So their overall favorable impact is lost in the data averages. One can only wonder why the less traditional Christian groups all had slightly higher averages of divorce than the general population. But the bottom line is that true evangelical Christians had the second lowest rate of divorce of any of the 18 subcategories surveyed. The only group who showed fewer incidences of divorce was referred to as quote-unquote upscale, which was $75,000 a year or more in income with a four-year degree, and their rate was 22%. 
So the question is, how did Barna Research define evangelicals? And here is the definition uh, based on Barna. They believed, evangelicals believed, they would go to heaven because they had previously confessed their sins and accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. Evangelicals believe that Satan exists and that God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. They believe that God created the universe, that he is perfect, and that he still rules over the universe today. They believe that Jesus lived a sinless life, and they believe that their faith was very important in their daily life. They believe further that it was their personal responsibility to share their faith with non-Christians, and they believed eternal salvation was possible only through grace and not works. And finally, they believe that the Bible was accurate in all that it teaches. I would offer that these nine theological underpinnings represent the true foundation of being a Christian, something which I refer to as a biblical Christian. <clears throat> a social researcher, Shahunte Fidham, partnering with George Barna, summarized the data as follows. Quote, Friedham re-examined the data pertaining to the divorce rate among Christians and found that the numbers were based on survey takers who identified as Christian rather than some other religion. Under that broad classification, respondents were as likely as anyone else to be divorced. The, quote, Christian, unquote, category included people who profess a belief system but do not live a committed lifestyle. However, those who were active in their church, the divorce rate was 27 to 50 percent lower than for non-churchgoers. Nominal Christians, those who simply call themselves Christians but do not actively engage in their faith, were actually 20 percent more likely than the general population to get divorced, unquote. So conclusion, we are all sinners and we all fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23, no one escapes the impact of sin, which undermines relationships and families. However, biblical Christians have a secret weapon that should help us deal with sin and life in general. We have the Holy Spirit, who's our counselor. We have Jesus Christ, who is our mediator. And we have the Holy Scriptures, which offer guidelines for living a faithful life of sanctification. To that end, biblical Christians have the full armor of God, Ephesians 6.11, if we choose to take advantage of it. In future articles, we'll dig deeper into other sins, such as crime, violence, alcoholism, drug addiction, and so forth, to which mankind is susceptible, to see if our faith makes a difference in the outcome. God bless you as you serve Him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.